All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is honored to have back on the podcast show Season 8 third place finalist Joshua Davis of The Voice. What's up, Josh? Hey, Brad. Well, welcome back, man. Um, all right, so obviously you didn't win The Voice, but third place doesn't suck. Um, I'm guessing you. <laughs> I'm guessing you've had some nice spinoff opportunities. I guess before we start into the questions, if you could just kind of update us, um, what's been going on since the uh, since the third place final? You know what? Um, it's been it's been great uh, to be to be back home to be back steering the ship again. I mean, I've been I've been um, doing this for you know over 15 years, and, and the voice uh, was an experience that uh, is an incredible learning experience. Um, it was great to, to meet uh, all these amazing people, and I think that I've made friendships that will last a lifetime. But um, but I am happy to be, you know, back back here and, and back um, kind of totally in control, kind of control freak. And so um, mm-hmm. so it's nice it's nice to be back steering the ship again, and, and uh, it's going to be interesting to to see how this all all pans out. It's, it's really a, um, it's a pretty crazy thing to navigate um, something like this, you know, where uh, where a lot of you know my my friends' bands who have been really successful have kind of grown slowly over the course of their careers. My career kind of was you know growing slowly, but then it had this huge, mm-hmm. uh, huge burst of, of exposure. And so to, to navigate that uh, is you know it's challenging, but it's also really exciting. How do you capture that? And keep that momentum going. I know it's, it's almost impossible to keep it going as high as it was right, right during the during the finals and all that. But how do you how do you keep as much of that momentum going as possible? You know, I think I think for me, for everybody, I think it's a little different. Um, you know, some people focus on putting it an album out right away. Some people focus on uh, uh, doing a lot of a lot of press stuff. Some, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's. Um, See, the first thing I wanted to do was say thank you to my my you know kind of my grassroots fan base that really just got behind me here in Michigan. And so uh, the entire summer I'm I'm just just playing in Michigan. I'm doing really big shows in Michigan. So uh, you know some some really really wonderful places that I've always wanted to play. Interlock and Arts Academy is a four thousand theater. Mm-hmm. We did the Warden Center, which is a twenty four hundred theater. He's lancing um, some big shows, kind of putting a lot into these into these big shows, um, and talking to a lot of you know press from around the around the state. Um, and then uh, come the fall and uh, winter, I'll be I'll be doing a lot more um, out of state stuff. Okay, cool. Um, what about what about record deals? Does does a third place on the Voice? Do you, do you get a shot at a record deal with that, or are you still are you still looking for that off off on your own? You know, honestly, record deal uh, in my world is uh, is has a lot more negatives associated with it than positives. Ah. I've never been a guy that uh, has shot for a record deal. I've never been a guy that's wanted necessarily. Okay. Record deal. I mean, I've I've talked to different. You know, I've talked to some different labels that are smaller labels like Bloodshot or like um, like Rounder Records that are that are working in the folk realm. Um, compass, you know, um, in the past, and uh, you know, I think in this day and age. Um, you can do just as much with a really good distributor and a really good publicist um, mm-hmm. than you can with a record label, and you can be in total control of your stuff and not be in incredible debt to a label. So mm. I think there's a lot of positives about not going with a record label. That's not to say that I wouldn't, um, if the right situation 
situation popped up and it was the right deal that I wouldn't um, I wouldn't go ahead and, and sign on. Um, but it's not definitely not something that I see as a necessity. It's not something I'm looking for. And I'm guessing that iTunes and online social networks, YouTube, that all plays a part in, in, into it as to why. Like when I was in high school. That was a thing. All the bands wanted record deals in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. But now it's different, right? Is, yeah. that, is that why? Because of all the social networking and. and yeah, uh, that social networking. You know, it, it, um, it, nowadays uh, there's so much more that you can do on an individual basis. I mean, it used to be that you could barely make a record by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you, needed, you needed a studio. You needed all this stuff, and it cost a lot of money. Um, print vinyl and you know whatever. And uh, these days, you know, you can you can make an album on your laptop. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, saying for sure all right um you know one of the big surprises for me on the show well well was the fact that that when i first, well first of all let me back up when i first heard you during the blind i was like man this guy's really really unique i like you when i when i say unique i mean unique to like today's musicians you're a throwback yeah. you're a folk guy and i'm a big folk I mean, i've been a folk fan forever um so when i heard you i was like I had bittersweet. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm going to really enjoy this guy's performances. But then I was like, man, how much folk fans are watching The Voice? So I was surprised, man. I was really surprised that you went as deep. Not not at all, because your your talent didn't surprise me. I knew you were talented enough to go. But I was surprised by the, by the amount of votes you got uh, that folks alive and well. I was really surprised, too, to be honest. You know, um, you know it's hard to... I think in a lot of ways it's it's hard to classify what I do because folk is a, is a um, it's a tough kind of you know it's hard to categorize anybody and on the show especially I think that uh, that's what the show wants to do the show wants to put you in a folder um, but you know everybody has everybody's very multifaceted on the show you mm-hmm. know um, so the, the kind of folk tag is is tough because there's a lot of things that I do that you know maybe is more rock and roll or is more um, Americana, more um, pop, you know. Um, so that you know, but but the folk realm is, is the realm that I, I grew up in, and, and folk, you know, when we say folk, it's, it's kind of a broad, you know, base of like of you know the singer songwriter stuff and, and blues, old, you know, old blues and, and and really old country stuff and and swing, you know, um, kind of hot jazz and, mm-hmm. and all these different realms that kind of fit that you know are the kind of bands that you'd see at a, at a folk festival. So when I say folk, it's kind of you know loose rock is in there, and so it's, it's all kind of mixed up. And then I, I do a lot of those kind of things. But yeah, I think that um, what I do is away from the mainstream. It's outside of the mainstream, and um, you know it, it was really gratifying. You know, I didn't expect. I certainly didn't expect to make it past the lines, and uh, it was really gratifying uh, that, that there are so many people out there that are interested in something that is not. Um, in the mainstream pop realm, or it's like, you know, I'm not an R&B singer, I'm not a country singer, I'm mm-hmm. not a soul singer, uh, I'm not a pop singer, I'm not necessarily a rock singer, so 
great to know that uh, that people don't necessarily need a folder. Uh, you know, I think that the American public, you know, it, you know, we need to put a lot more faith in the American public, mm -hmm. and, and I think that um, hopefully that this show does that and says says you don't need to you don't need to be spoon fed this stuff. You know, you can you have an artist up there who's not necessarily doesn't necessarily fit into a specific category, but you can still you know enjoy enjoy what he's doing and put it out there. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a, a testament that there's a lot of Americans out there who just enjoy good music, period. Yeah. Just good music, yeah. man, and that's what you did. You 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 got up there, you played, you played with your, your you with your heart, your talent. It came across. You can tell you enjoy what you do when you when you perform. And I think guys like me and people in their 30s and 40s and even reaching 50 really appreciate that. Um, plus, you know. That style of music, man, it's like a breath of fresh air for a lot of people in my generation. Yeah, thanks, thanks for saying so, Brad. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I've been, I've been, um, yeah, it's, it's been really great. And uh, you know, honestly, I've seen, um, you know, there's a lot of like teenagers that are coming up to me. There's a lot of kids, like like preteens, that are coming up to me. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of grandmas that are coming up to me. So it's like it's kind of all across the board. Um, and uh, you know, I, I know. I, um, I was doing a lot of songs from you know our generation and from our parents, even our parents' generation. Um, but uh, I think those songs speak to um, they speak to you know kids, they speak to teenagers, you know. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so so yeah, I mean I had a lot of I had a lot of like I'm friends with a lot of high school teachers, and a lot of them are coming up to me and saying, "Hey, our you know my my students were coming in and they were." Like singing a Simon and Garfunkel song that wasn't even a song that like you you <laughs> had sung on the show, yeah. and it's like and, you know this is somebody that had just listened to Eminem before you know or whatever you know so it's like it's like that stuff is you know it's kind of timeless. That's awesome. That's awesome. I saw a kid wearing an Iron Maiden T-shirt like six months ago. Yeah. He was like 13. Yeah, yeah, he had an Iron Maiden shirt on. So I walked up to him. I was like, what do you know about Iron Maiden? And the kid looked at me. He's like, yeah, I, I know a lot about Iron Maiden, man. You're the original singer, Bruce Dickinson, uh, Clive. You know, I was like, wow. I guess you do know a little something about Iron Maiden, man. So that was pretty cool. Um, that is really cool. Yeah, totally. All right, so um, you had mentioned a minute ago about, about record deals are just a little bit different these days. But can the fans that, that really enjoyed you on the show, can they expect a like a tour like the tour across the country anything like that lined up yeah so what, I, what I'm what I'm gonna like I said I'm focusing on Michigan this summer and then starting in the fall um and uh, late fall and, and through the winter and spring I'm gonna be doing a lot of you know I'm not I'm not a big tour guy so I'm not gonna go out for like a month you know because I've got family so um and that's really important to me so it's maintaining mm -hmm. that balance between um you know, keeping this momentum across the country and, you know, making sure that um, I'm with my family as much as possible. Sure. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be playing a lot of solo shows, so I'll, I'll fly out to a certain area and do four shows or so and fly back home. And so, um, so you know, starting in the fall, people can look for me all across the country in, you know, these different markets, um, you know, you know, Colorado, out the West Coast, the East Coast, down South. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to hit it all. I'm going to hit all the places that people... That, you know, people are asking me to hit um, yeah. because I've gotten tons of requests from, from fans to to come to where they are, and I want to, you know, and I'm going to. So, um, that's great you know, news. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just it's just me coming out and hitting four, you know, three or four shows in the area and coming back and, and continuing to do that through the 
and um, and then next summer hopefully hitting some some big festivals all across the country. Beautiful. I live smack in the middle of. Memphis and New Orleans. I'm like right in between in nice. Mississippi. So I'm only a couple hour drive from both cities and both of those cities would welcome you with open arms, Memphis and New Orleans. Oh man. Uh, I love I love both those I love both those cities. Oh yeah. That's some how you talk about talk about the musical legacy, talk about, you know, history Oh man. American music came from. We yeah. can we can we can talk two hours about the, the about the names we I can know, pull out man. of those two cities. Yeah man, so um what about uh, Adam Levine? Do you keep in touch with him still at all, or does that kind of fade away after the show ends? <laughs> well, not right now. You know, he's been he's been busy in European tour and all that stuff. Um, so not right now. I think you know. I think that we'll probably uh, touch base when he gets when he gets back around, and, and um, I'm sure that we'll be we'll be talking more um, at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah. I was really glad that you guys yeah, you hooked up with him. Um, that, that this well, obviously it worked pretty good. You got all the way to the third place. Um, yeah, it did, it did great. I mean, he's a great guy. He's got a re- relentless energy to to you know. Um, I mean, he's he's a super hard worker. He's he's got um, really talented too. Curiosity. Incredibly talented, but you know that that that's you know it's it's that's a testament to how hard he works. He just works yeah. his crap and works at it and works at it and. Uh, He's really funny. He's a really comfortable guy. You know, we spoke the same language. We immediately hit it off, uh, yeah. and uh, we're really comfortable around each other. So you know, it was a blast to be able to work. I wonder how much of that animosity him and Blake bounce back and forth on, on the show is just show or they? Or, I mean, I, I think they genuinely like each other, but there just seems like there's yeah. such competitive hot blood between them two. Oh, uh, there's you know they're definitely like Adam especially is very competitive, <laughs> but. Um, but there's so much love between those guys. You know, they they obviously they really love each other, and it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's, you know, everybody likes to see the the you know that that play between the two of them. You know, that's a big part of the reason people tune into the show. It's just yeah. that right there, and so they keep it up, and it's, I think it's fun for them. But uh, but I know there's a lot of love. What are your thoughts on Sawyer Fredericks? I've interviewed him a few times. Great family, good kid. Um, he's another one. I was when I first heard him, I was like, wow, that's pretty different. And um, yep. he had a huge push with the youth vote, but he also brings a lot of freaking talent, man. That kid's really unique. Yes, I'm a big fan of Sawyer. Um, you know, he's he's a sweet kid. We immediately hit it off. You know, I think that we um, we're kind of kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, his family is wonderful. Um, they remind me of, of a lot of folks here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, he, you know he's so young. He's so young and he's so talented. Um, that uh, you know, the dad in me wants to worry about, sure. worry about him, and, and uh, worry about uh, you know him being too busy and getting you know too crazy right off the, off the top. But, but I think that he's got a great support system. I trust him. I trust his family. I'm really excited to hear what he comes up with next. I'm hoping that he, you know, he knows that the crazy thing about him is that he's he's 16 years old and just turned 16. But he really, you know, he's got a sound and he knows what he wants to do. So I'm hoping that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, because 
because he's a really unique talent. And, uh, yeah, excited to see what, what happens next one. I am, too. I, I, ditto every, I echo and ditto everything you just said about him. Um, and I, and I, I also have that... that Instinct to worry about him, also, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, but his but his mom, you know, I got to know his mom a little bit, and she's really involved, which is huge. Um, yeah, Kirsten is, is great. They, I yeah. mean, they, they took, you know, uh, they they totally changed their lives to be able to yeah. opportunity to their to the one, you know, one of their sons, and that's uh, as a parent myself, that's like, you know, you see parents that like <laughs> go to like wrestling meets every weekend with their kids. Yeah. You know, uh, this is this is like that taken up like to the yeah. um, team. You know, I mean, it's like it's crazy. It's a crazy huge. Uh, change and that that just shows you what kind of commitment they have to their kids. So that's really yeah. uh, that's really amazing. And she was telling me with her and Wood Sawyer being in Los Angeles, that's like two thirds of their family like that they're trying to tend to that farm in upstate New York. You know, so it's yeah. like everybody's really pitching in for this thing. Yeah, I listened. I listened to that interview they did with her, and, and it was really uh, it was a great interview. It was really telling. It was it was nicely done. Great, I appreciate you saying that. All right, um, so what about when people recognize you in public? Is that getting, you getting used to that? Yeah, I'm getting used to it, you know. Um, I'm getting used to it. Uh, it's, it's been great. You know, people, honestly, people are uh, so sweet. You know, they, they just come up to me and, you know, um, they just, you know, tell me that they're, they're proud that they, you know, that, that we brought their families together uh, on Monday and Tuesday nights, and, and uh, it feels good. There's, there hasn't been any, like, weirdness to it where it's like I'm feeling uncomfortable. It's just it's just people coming up and wanting to, wanting to tell me that they're proud and that, mm-hmm. uh, that um, you know, and, and that's, that's a beautiful thing because uh, this is a, a, you know, it's it was a group effort, you know, um, you know, me being on the show and, and getting so far, you know, as far as I did, you know, it was, I owe so much of that to the folks that, that voted and uh, and to my fan base and and so um, you know it's it's us it's a weak thing and so they they um, have ownership of that in mm-hmm. a way and so when they come up to me you know that's something that I always remember is that is that uh, you know I'm I'm in the place I am because of their support and uh, and so it's always a positive thing it's always a good thing yeah man that's good stuff well look man I really appreciate you doing this interview. Um, it's it's just an honor to have you back on board. I look forward to doing and you know many more as your career takes off and goes down the road. Um, give me some closing thoughts for all the Joshua Davis fans out there. <laughs> yeah, well, um, there's a lot of them now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, well, first of all, uh, Brad, I appreciate you taking the time to give me a ring, and and, uh, and I think that I um, I'm really excited for all the opportunities that are pouring in, and uh, people should expect to see me. You know, in their town or close to their town, I'm really hoping that they they show up. I mean, that's a, a really important thing is to come out and see live music, and I want to uh, show people what I can do. You know, um, live because that's that's where I, you know, that's what I've done over this you know this for this whole 15 years, and I want people to experience that firsthand. And so I'm hoping that they come out. They can expect I'm going back in the studio um, in early September uh, to record some tunes. I'm not sure what is going to happen. Whether I'm going to release. Uh, a new single or a seven inch or a um, A and B side or an EP or a whole album, but uh, but the community are coming out and nice. writing right now. So just keep in touch via social media and my website, and um, and I'll be I'll be you know close to wherever you are uh, sometime in the near future. All right, that's Joshua at Joshua Davis on Twitter, right? Yep, uh, at Joshua Davis seventy seven on Twitter. 
at Joshua Davis 77 and is it joshuadavis.com is that the standard website URL joshuadavismusic.com and joshuadavismusic on Facebook there you go alright Josh I really appreciate you doing this man have a good rest of the weekend and I will be in touch